it's a big week, Champions League, whether it's UEFA, whether it's CAF, whether it's what has happened, whether what is it's what is going to happen in both the CAF and UEFA Champions League. There's a lot to touch on. Mamelodi Sundowns fans, in fact, South African fans, really happy. Uh, whether you're a Liverpool fan or Manchester City fan or Tottenham fan or Manchester United or Barcelona or Arsenal, Juventus. Arsenal. No, no, we're talking about elite clubs. This Oof. is the podcast you want to be listening to. Episode 33. I'm so sorry about, about that. Well, I just needed to put you in your rightful place like Everton did as well over the weekend. <laughs> as we get into it, a quick reminder. My name is Luaz Isikubu. Hola, Makwaza. Anemeka Enyadike. Still on top of the table. <laughs> Still on top of the table, uh, Liverpool indeed. But uh, they've got a big, big game this week that they need to try and get past in Porto. We'll be talking about the UEFA Champions League slightly uh, over the next hour or so. But first, we have to start at home. And by home, I mean on the continent, the African continent and to get even more specific the national capital of South Africa where over the past few days we saw something that we have not seen in a very long time Mika I want to come to you here because yes as much as we love Mamelodi Sundowns uh, we being South Africans as much as we uh, you know revere them as the champions of the country nobody Nobody ever saw them beating the record winners of the CAF Champions League by five goals to zip. I don't know. Even even now, as I as I as I speak to you, I honestly don't I'm still think coming, the nation I'm has still actually come to, come to terms. I'm with still coming to terms yeah. because that game could have been eight nil. I counted um, clear cut chances mm. and sundowns hit the post. You know, they. We all complain every now and then about South African teams doing so much fancy work with the ball and yeah. not scoring goals. Sundowns, you know, they lived up to their nickname. They, a lot of the goals that they, that they scored, it was something that was missing from South African football for a very long time mm. where your teammate is better placed instead of doing, doing the extra, you know, uh, gymnastics with the ball. Yeah. Just laid onto your teammates. But there was one of the goals, I think it was really the fourth or the fifth goal where there was, it, it was the first... Langerman, where yes. I thought he was in he was in a better position to just shoot. Yes. But he kept yep. trying to not once, he tried to lay it off, it rebounded back to him, and then he he laid it off again, again for yes. to score. It, I was like it was just, okay, what's going on here? It was brilliant <laughs> and, and I have to say, you know, even if Sunders don't win the league this year, even if they don't win the the Champions League uh, this year, that five nil win mm. over Al Ali just says one thing: we've arrived. We are. I mean, yeah. People can 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 have debates about whether you know beating the the, the best team in Africa mm. makes them. The, no, they Sundowns have arrived as as a team to fear. Yeah, you know they they they, they played brilliant football, but they they put the fear. Mm. The, the fear of God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I remember one of the games they played against them a couple of seasons ago as well, where they actually really, really batted Alali, but still lost by three goals to nil, I think it was. Yes. So the fact that they've managed, well, they look as if they've overcome that little hurdle against the Red Devils, Ola, uh, it, it tells us, I guess, I guess something that we've known about Mamelodi Sundowns for a couple of years now, that this team, when they get together, is so, mm. so such quality that is on the pitch and we saw it again over the weekend there are a couple of storylines that I think were a miss over the weekend of course nothing is going to overshadow 5-0 mm. right but um, even within the 5-0 right I, I was actually shocked that the nation did not make a bigger deal of this than mm. they did to be honest with you again, yeah, because had this been the Lions mm. beating the Crusaders 15-0 yeah. right had this been uh, any other sort of um, other sport where a franchise, you know, represents South Africa internationally mm. and beat the best of that continent by landslide, right? It would be news for the next week to come. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that uh, this isn't bigger than what it, you know, uh, should be. Because I can imagine in Amsterdam that week when they beat Real Madrid, yep. never mind the parties, <laughs> but I just can't imagine just the, uh, just the football fraternity, how, yeah. how nuts they must have gone. And I think, 
you know, as obviously we're not Sundowns fans, but this was greater than Sundowns because South African football, guys, has arrived. It's here. Yep. I've said this on a number of uh, occasions over the last couple of years. You saw it with Banyana Banyana. You can see it with Tembi Khatlan. You see it with Sundowns. Mm. Bafana going to AFCON. South African football is rejuvenated. Yep. And these are the sort of performances that validate why I say South African football is back. The other interesting thing for me, was that I hope fans took note. Mm. Come to the stadium, you might see five goals. Yeah. Okay, because that stadium was, you know when they say the yellow submarine, it was yellow. I couldn't be, I was asking myself, where did Sundowns get all these fans? <laughs> Honestly, where did Sundowns get all these? It looked like one of those games, you know when you, you tune into the Cav Champions League or the Confed and you see like Koma here playing, <laughs> or Zesco playing, yeah. and you know, Simba, Simba yeah. do you know what I mean? And the stands are just, Packed and you know you ask yourself where did these guys yeah. come from all of a sudden and guys let's rock up to the stadium maybe you will see your team play like that because trust me now as much as Sundowns put five against Al Ahly best believe you'll probably even find the president sitting on the bench of Egypt right <laughs> in Al Ahly's game <laughs> in the, the second, second league. league yeah that's that's how much of a home factor that they're going to bring into the next game yeah. so. The point is, you know, you can see what home advantage does to a team. Mm. It elevates them tenfold. And I know in South African soccer, we've been talking for decades now almost about, you know, stadium attendances and teams playing badly. But you know what? Maybe if you rock up and we, we, we turn out in good numbers, maybe teams also can elevate their performances mm. because the demand is greater now. I mean, if you're playing in front of 2,000 people versus 20,000 people, yeah. I'm pretty sure that, you know, adrenaline, the demand, and, you know, just the game itself, you know, ignites you to perform better. So yeah. I think that game, to me, honestly, hand on heart, if you ask me the top 10 hallmark South African games in the history, since I've seen South African football, mm. I don't know where it ranks, but in the top 10, that's up there for me. I, I, no, listen, Real Madrid are not getting thrashed 5-0, mm. okay, in the Champions League, right? Al-Akhli was thrashed 5-0. Yeah. That is a massive, massive, massive deal. Hence, I say, I don't know where in the top 10, but in the top 10 of South African football's greatest moments, mm. up there with AFCON, up there with qualifying, yeah. up for the... I, I, I think that is up I, there with I'll me. I'll put this as number one. Really? And, yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't forget we've won AFCON. <laughs> no, no. Listen, you've won AFCON, I agree. <laughs> but... It's, it's, it's not because I can beat Egypt, but to beat Al Ali mm. is Al Ali. We can beat Mosala. You can beat Egypt because okay. Egypt sometimes is Mosala and, and some other ten guys. <laughs> <laughs> Al Ali in African club competition when they when they can smell the, the, another trophy. They, it's unheralded. Five nil. This is quarter. Look, they, they've been beating four nil um, a few times. Right? One time Rangers beat them four nil in Nigeria. Mm. Um, Trust you to remember that. <laughs> yes, I will, I will, no, I always remember. The, the, the point for me is, is in in the, in the run up to this game, with all when the draws were made, everyone was thinking like, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, this doesn't look like a good. A yeah, good this was the headline game. Yeah, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't like a good fixture for for Sundowns. And knowing the North Africans, I, I still remember Sundowns went beating North African teams, which mm. and even Paris also in the run up. But you know. When it's quarterfinals, you you and 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 and, and Alal is playing away. You expect them to go there. At worst, they will say okay. They will try and pack the boss and mm. frustrate you as much as possible. Hit you on the run and get a result and and go. Or maybe at worst, they get a draw and then they have a plan for you for the second leg. Mm. But this this particular one, they were saved. Because it could, like I said, it could have been eight. And no tomfoolery, because I know no, African not, football not always gets this rap of when a team is at home, you know, the refs tend to fail yeah. the home yeah. team. There was nothing. The suspicion there was, there with Liza. There was no tomfoolery. There was nothing in that game. Nothing. It got to a point where, I don't know if the, the Alali coach passed out. <laughs> <laughs> because you could look at the, the, the bench and you see that he, that he just didn't know what, what hit him. Mm. Wow. You know? Wow, that's all I can say. Wow. I think when I saw that result, and unfortunately I didn't see the game, but when I saw the result and I was following on Twitter and you're seeing like the goals go and you're just like, yeah? After one, you're just like, oh, okay, okay, good start from Sundowns. And then the second, you're like, oh, hey, okay. After three, four, five, you're just like, yeah? And then, how? 
and then you see, you know, uh, 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 re- uh, not replays, highlights, and you watch the fans that were there. You see the way that the players performed. You see that the players like Gaston Sirino stood up and Asimento stood up. Give that guy you know. a passport <laughs> now. <laughs> Give him it an ID. Absolutely fantastic. And I mean, Sundowns are in Cairo now, um, uh, uh, ahead of the second leg. Uh, I think they left, might have left yesterday or the day before. Yeah, they left yesterday. Um, yesterday being Monday. Uh, so they've got absolute, you know, no reason to fear. They've got no reason to fear what's to come. <laughs> Imika mentioned off air that Al Ahly might win 6 0. I don't think that's going to happen. If it does happen, it will just be adding another chapter to what has already been a, a remarkable tale of the CAF Champions League quarterfinals. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, 5 0 winners on the continent. They are seemingly doing the business at home, they are seemingly doing the business. And I say seemingly uh, with the home front because there's still one or two things that they might need to uh, off the field at the very least, that they might need to uh, attend to because uh, with this whole thing that's happening with Wayne Irons is something we haven't actually touched on on the show before. It's, it's, it's going to be really interesting because if the rules are to be followed in this case, Sundowns have to be docked something. Yeah, well, just to give people background on the situation, basically, um, I think it was in October when Sundowns played Vitz in their first... Um, uh, game of the league and it was 1-1 draw but I can't remember the, the player exactly got injured but Wayne Orange was not in the squad list mm. and they pulled him up from the stands and he subbed in and he played now obviously that's against the rules and I think you know punishment for that is your doctor some points and you lose that game 3-0 mm. obviously that's detrimental to sign down the season absolutely considering that I think they are two po- one point oh, sorry they level on points they level on points with the Pirates and mm. the Pirates are ahead on goal difference so you can imagine the damage that would do but the curious thing about it is you know as people were wondering you know why it's taken so long look obviously you can ask the PSL why it's taken so long to Vitz never appealed it mm. right at the time and second of all the officials at the time didn't yeah. flag it you know so it, it seems like this bypassed, you know, two people that could have stopped it and somehow it didn't. And it's, it's just one of those strange things. How did it get that far? Mm. So I guess over the coming um, couple of days, I think they said, I, I could be wrong. I think they said the 17th or the 18th of April, they're going to have the outcome. I can't remember the exact day uh, uh, for the hearing, but it is a strange one. And I mean, wow, what a blow that would be if they were... Can you imagine? Points. Can you imagine? I, I mean, you can think if you're Mamelodi Sundowns, okay, you are uh, in Egypt and now uh, preparing for the second leg of uh, CAF, you know, Champions League, a high-stakes game of football. You want this resolved as quickly as possible because you don't want to go into the last two, three games of the season. You still have your points and then they decide, nope, you don't. And now you've got two games to you know try and now win both and then at the end of the day your fate is not in your own hands because the other team is ahead of you by six or by five and it's just as sundowns you're thinking to yourself okay please just sort this out as quickly as possible my my worry is just that um, every year we seem to have one of these incidents where you wonder if um, somebody shouldn't get punished for for it and and I'll tell you why I mean like the whole thing that led to Ajax being, being relegated it, it took it took so long it did. for yeah. a decision to be made, and I think that they need to to learn from the the English FA and the and the Premier League. Yeah. When these things happen there, they they deal with it promptly. You know, it doesn't drag on for so long. You you hear that the, the coach has been cited, he's been given uh, 21 days to respond to it, yeah. and after that 21 days, the decision is taken. Either he gets fined or some decision is taken. If it's, if if your club is going bankrupt, the decision is taken. If it's a racism issue. We've seen some, yeah, we complain every now and then, but we've also seen incidents like with, with Suarez and a few other ones where, you know, they, they investigated and they took a, a while and, 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 they, and they took a decision. Yeah. So m- my worry is if it happened in October, surely six to eight weeks mm. max, something should have been done. Yeah. And and not, it, actually, it, it works against the club because, yeah. I mean, like you pointed out with Ajax, let's say this was a team at the bottom of the table. Yeah. And let's say there were three points off the relegation zone and then you know the mood is high the spirits mm. are high okay we're off the relegation zone we've just i'm happy that we're speaking what like take cheaper for example right mm. they're undefeated under clinton lawson and they're just outside of the relegation zone now let's say if this was cheap cheaper and then this situation happens and then they're on a high they haven't lost in like some six games or something mm. like that boom this happens and they dock the point in the relegation zone yeah that changes the mood so now can Absolutely. you imagine if you're sundowns you've just thrashed Alali 5-0 You've got a game in hand, 
although you you know you're level on points but you've got a game in hand you're second and then they dock those points. Th mm. that will change the mood whereas if they've done it earlier you know that probably just does change yeah. the complexion of the season and, and, and they've now, got lots of time and now you think about it we we in april the season ends in may yeah. <laughs> so they don't have a lot of time at the PSL or whoever's involved in making this decision to make the decision because they need to make it as soon as possible so that Sundowns, with how many games they've got remaining before the end of the season, mm. they know exactly what they have to do because you can't get again to the last or the penultimate weekend and Sundowns are still not sure what's still going to happen. because and, and I say this, unfortunately, it's something that could very well happen. because I, I mean, touching on what Amika said, mm. is it, I mean, last year I was crying fast as a Pirates fan yeah because Ndoro played in that game against Pirates uh, and, for, for Ajax yes yeah. and I felt that okay you're going to dock points to Ajax why not, why not give hand? The, the other team yeah. three points because yeah. Pirates lost that game mm. you know and you then look at the context of the season Pirates only lost by like some three four points yeah. something I can't remember like late last season mm. so that's why I say you know You've got to, these things have to be sorted out early because you never know how the season's going to pan out. Because now, so, so it's not just a case of docking Sundowns the three points. It would be then a case of giving Vitz the three points. Then you look and at Vitz. They are now, now top of it. Do you see what I'm saying? So okay. there's a yeah. whole uh, spectrum in here that you know is yeah. is actually interesting. Well, <laughs> good luck to those who have to make that decision because it's definitely going to change the picture of that top three, which uh, at so, the moment... There, by the way, there's something called of, of limitation. They, they have, there must be a timeline yeah. even, even to file a protest, which if you don't, then it doesn't apply. It doesn't, so I yeah. think that, you know, if you ask me, I think it has happened and due to somebody's negligence wasn't done, I think they should just let it go. Mm. And... You know, yes, they, well, can, they well, can find them. Well, if you're a Pirates fan, you don't want that to happen. If you're a Pirates fan, you don't want that to happen. If you're a Vets fan, you definitely don't want that to happen. Because it involves all three teams in some way. And what a race we've got, actually. Let's, let's just be honest. What, what, a, what a race we've got right now Jeez, the <laughs> in drama. the absolute premiership. My word. So much drama. And, 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 I mean, a lot of it, again, happened at the Bidvest Stadium a couple of days ago. Olawe, your team left it as late as they possibly could. But in the end, they got the three points and they're sitting... I'm not going to say pretty, but they're sitting pretty attractively atop uh, the absolute premiership standings at the moment. No, they're sitting well. And, you know, when you look at it in the context of the season, those goals that Pirates were scoring, all those threes and those fours that we saw, mm. the reason why they're at the top of the lock. So it just shows that if you invest in, you know, your, your attack mm. in the Premier League, right, absolute premiership, you know, you can see how that's, you know, essentially, you know, you might find yourself in the season where you win by goal difference. So, yeah. you know, you've got to give praise to the Pirates, you know, attacking force and, you know, just the attack-minded nature that um, uh, Mitchell has put into Pirates mm. because that is the reason why they're on top. So, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at that game, it was, again, you know, um, Vitz seemed to always hold uh, the bigger teams. You know, it's been a pattern for some years now. Mm. You know, the, the big teams really struggle uh, to, you know, sort of break down Vitz and, you know, I, I thought Fitz were the better side at some spells. I thought that, you know, the cleaner chances. I know Kabuza had a chance, you know, it was a bit of a half chance in the Nothing first half. There. And, um, you know, in the end, you know, the cream always rises to the top, you know. <laughs> and oh, okay. you know, what can you say? I mean, you're not always, you don't, listen, to win a football game, you don't always have to score, yeah. right? The opposition can do that for oh, yeah. you. And I think this was a real big blow for um, uh, Bidvestvich. Mm. I think, you know, if there was one game that they really just could not afford to lose yeah. uh, this at this stage, it was this one. Because, I mean, it's now going to be, it's, you know, you look at the head-to-head -head that Pirates have had now. Mm. They've had, um, okay, they lost to Supersport, but then they, they drew to Sundowns and they beat Vitz. So mm. that's quite a good uh, run if you look at the stretch going yeah. down to the league. So you look at Vitz now, you, you lost to Pirates and you drew to Sundowns. Mm. And you still have another couple of games to go. So in the head-to-head, -head, even as it's going down the wire, you know, you'd probably have They're Pirates on. If they had yeah. like a, a top three log heading to the, you know, finish of the season, that's yeah. why Pirates is on top. That's why Sundowns is yeah. second and versus third because of that head-to-head -head amongst what, what, those three teams. What, what's, what's happened? What's happened to Vitsimika? What's happened to them since January, they're top of the table. And let's be honest, pretty atop the table, uh, clear by, I think it was at least five points. What's happened since? I, I've been to, to, to a few of their games, and I think that, you know, they were, they were top for a very long time. I think the pressure mm. um, 
finally got to 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 Vince. even even without playing uh, 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 I guess uh, continental football even though even with with them not going as deep as they would have liked to in the cup competitions is it still pressure if you look at the game against Sundowns they could have won that game yeah. the game against Pirates they had so many chances in fact mm. <laughs> also funny is is how you know the Pirates players were were celebrating and it wasn't even one of them. Mm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. They did everything. They, I mean, Paris attacked. They, yeah. they created chances. You know, they had their moments. But Vitz had, I think for me, you know, they had everything. They had that game. They could have yeah. won that game. Yeah. But, you know, the one thing I see about, about them is the way they play. They, they, they almost tend to, um, you know, they're in a hurry. They want to try and, and, and score. Whereas they could, they could mm. you know, we talked about sundowns. And, and the ability for them to, to to lay off the ball to a better place team, teammate with 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 Vitz, every time they have those those chances it's even when the guy is not well placed mm. he attempts to shoot you know they were, they were just they just kept doing the same thing over and over and and, and you know so I, I wasn't very very surprised that they lost the game because yeah. it, I, you know I was watching that game and I was saying to myself like you know the longer this game goes I mean maybe Paris Sneaks a goal mm. at the dead, and I didn't think it was going to be an on goal. <laughs> <laughs> an on goal, it was. But I mean, if you look at the standings as well, Kola, they're still only just three points behind. So I, I still have a sneaky feeling that between now and the end of the season, Pirates, maybe Sundowns, there'll be points dropped somewhere. So Vitz, again, uh, they might still have you know their own challenge in their own hands, should they, between now and the end of the season, you know, attend to some business they really have to. Look, you know, I don't want to say, you know, Vitz are out of the running because we still don't know what's going to happen with the sundown situation. Yeah. And even Pirates have some tough games ahead of them. So, mm. you know, this season really has gone down to, literally, it's going to go down to the wire. I think wire, Black Leopards look, look, look like they... I mean, yeah, Black they, Leopards, they, they're playing Pirates, they're playing Vitz, and I think they still play sundown. So. But they lost. They lost to Bolo. I, I mean, I, I looked at Black Leopards' fixtures and I thought mm. they're playing... Every, all of those teams right up there. Yeah. And then they, they, they lost to Polokwane City. And but I mean, you look at those Limpopo derbies this season, especially. They've been so inconsistent. You can't you can't you can't read a pattern into who's going to win that one because no. there was a stage where Barroca had had a horrific start uh, in the league, but they still got the better of Polokwane City. They still won uh, against Black Leopards as well in the in the Limpopo derby. So. Again, I don't know if we can read too much are, into that. There are some, there are some interesting uh, matchups, but I yeah. think you know, let's see what happens uh, Leopards against Pirates, um, because that gives Pirates. If Pirates win, that mm. gives them an edge. Absolutely. I, I always, I have this theory: a game in hand means nothing. Mm. You know, because if it will mean a lot if you have a lot of time. Mm. But when you look at how. I mean, Sundowns has won five nil now against Alali. Yeah. If they eliminate Alali, which we all hope they do, you know they've got like four games yeah. to become African champions again. Where will the attention be mentally? I, I I can bet my bottom dollar that it will be on Cav Champions League. Exactly because so <laughs> I yeah, can yeah, bet yeah, because, my bottom because dollar they, they will have, they've won the league. They'll have those they'll have those games yeah. now coming in when they'll be thinking to themselves. You know, we don't going to get injured or. Mm. Or we want to be focused on 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 that thing. So it's looking like like you know so a, a, a run that favors Paris if yeah. they beat Black Leopards. Black, yeah. But the thing with Paris is that you know we've seen them that they won this game and then they go against Black Black Leopards and that they go and be drop peak. That would be typical Pirates. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it honestly would be typical Pirates for that to happen. But look, they're top of the standings, and uh, you know uh, I guess Micho and 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 his two Stooges, uh, they've got they've got something really good going on there at uh, at the Buccaneers. Well, on the other someone, side, someone always says, has something to say about about Micho. Let's, I think. I think he's proving everybody everybody wrong now. No, no, I'm, I'm always right. I'm, I'm with Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's my with, guy. Yeah. Um, Are you with Middendorp on the other side of Sonoma? No. <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> if, if, you, if you win the NetBank Cup, right? If you I win saw, the NetBank Cup. I saw the funniest, I saw the funniest video on, on Twitter. Some guy was, I don't know if you guys saw this, was driving past like a herd of cows. And then he started commentating and calling the cows Kazi Chiefs. And like each cow that he was driving past was calling, he was like, Katsande. <laughs> <laughs> it was, listen, That's I'm a hilarious. Chiefs fan, but it was bloody oh, I need to see that. 
It was really hilarious. But I mean, you know, at at the end of it all, well, uh, we we can go back on maybe half of the episodes up until this point, and you know, we'll be talking about the inconsistencies of Kaiser Chiefs. Yes, through to the the semi-finals, Netbank Cup with a good chance of winning the Netbank Cup. But as far as the league is concerned, once again, I don't know if it's a case of not showing up or what it is, but they were they ended up on the wrong side of uh, the, 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 the scoreline against Marokka. Yeah, you know, I think maybe, you know, they've reached that stage where they're thinking, look, guys, the league is possibly out of our reach. Mm. Too many things need to happen. And let's just save ourselves for the Netbank Cup. I think that's where the, well, even if I was the Chiefs manager, I think that's where my attention would mm. be. I think they can safely say that um, they're already in, you know, top eight. They don't have to worry about that. But as far as the league goes, obviously, that's just out yeah. of the picture for them. So I think they have to just bank all their, uh, their eggs and put them in that basket as far as, you know, success to salvage the season is mm. concerned. But... I, I really don't think um, the league is is um, is any of their concern right now. I might even I, I wouldn't even be surprised if I start seeing them seeing them rest some players <laughs> along the way. You know, maybe giving well, some I mean, of the, the, top, the top eight is, is, is still, still quite difficult at the moment. It's not really sewn up as much as it would have liked. I, I think they they will get into that top mm. eight. You know, but I think as far as I, what their priorities I, I, should be, I, I, I don't up. I don't think it was about priorities. Mm. That was one game where Chiefs had chances. I mean. For some weird reason, Bernard Parker, I can name all the players, they just, you know, they didn't take their chances. Mm. They they had chances in that game. And then Baroka, you know, actually stole that game. And what a brilliant free free kick that was. Fantastic free kick. You know? Well, if you're a Kaza Chiefs fan listening, uh, we say commiserations to you. But uh, it's amazing how a lot of the nation really celebrates when Chiefs lose. And uh, yeah, if you do get a chance, please go and see that video on social media. It is ridiculously funny. But uh, not really uh, funny for Chiefs, uh, who, as Kola has mentioned, are probably now very much out of the bracket for the title and before we move on i have to also you know uh, touch on my disappointment that cape town city were also beaten because i think they're also now just look mathematically still very much in the picture but i think they also have now started to perhaps think elsewhere yeah i think you know their fate was sealed last week i you know and it's tough for me because i'm really rooting for benny to do well you know i i really you know, Benny for me is uh, probably leading the, the the resurgence of um, of South African coaches. Obviously, Beats was at the top, obviously, mm. but I'm talking about the new wave that I want to see come in. Because I mean, even when you do a, a close assessment, you know, in the league, uh, in terms of South African coaches, right, versus overseas coaches, I think it's possibly equal, right? Mm. And some of the guys, I mean, Clinton Larson has been there before, Owen De Gama, and then yeah. we've done that before, you know. Um, in terms of yeah, a, a, a new wave, Tinkler's done that before. Yeah. In terms of the new wave, Benny's leading the new wave. So he's, you know, in essence, a, a trendsetter, yeah. you know. So you want to see progress and you want to see, you know, some of our old players, specifically the, specifically the players that played overseas. Mm. You know, I would like to see them come back and plow back, you know, their experience and their knowledge, mm. you know, into yeah, our I game. Think, I, I think, think we need You know, Bradley Cannell. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing pretty well right now. Yeah. yeah, Bradley Cannell and I think also... Um, trying to think now. Um, there, I mean, there, there are quite a few of them. Is Quentin Fortune is still too busy? Yeah, no, I don't know. Top heroes, they is not. Quentin Fortune is, still, is, is much more about, you know, showing up appearances. Um, I'd rather, you know, the one person that I, I thought would have been good as a coach would have been Matthew Boot as well, because mm. he could read the game very well yeah. um, from from the from the back. But we'll we'll see we'll see what happens, um, you know, when when some more of them come come back. Yeah, but uh, people yeah. forget that that, that piece of play played overseas. No, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, so perhaps not too many uh, surprises, uh, you know, with how he's doing at Mamelodi Sundowns at the moment. And uh, uh, another point uh, that will be of quite some interest as well, Amy, because that the winner this season of the PSL will will, will have a will the lowest uh, sort of points margin or points tally in the last four years. And what would you think uh, that 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 boils down to? I think it boils down to. 
um, both under the level of competition that you that you that we've had yeah. th this season, um, you can almost compare it with England, um, where there seems to be three different leagues. Mm. You know, so uh, with the PSL, we've seen um, like a top six, and then we've seen also um, I think another another. If you had the top six, maybe another four, mm. and then the and then the, the rest, rest of them are the, at the bottom. <laughs> so you know, um, this season has been very good because we we're, we're sitting at four, five, five, about five, six games to the mm. end of the season, and you can't say with always certainty that you can rule out certain teams from the yeah. running because yes, Sundowns and Pirates um, lead the pack with forty-four points, and then you've got. Um, you know, Vince and 41. Mm. But, you know, Cape Town City and a few of those other, other teams might just win three, win, win three games win in a row and you're literally they're, right there. They're but, right there. You know, speaking of the Premier League, I, I know, I think when Man United won the treble, right, um, they won the, the, the treble, the, the, the Premier League, First. with the same number of points that Man City and Liverpool are on right now. So, you know, there's an argument to say, you know, the league back then was more competitive mm. or, you know, is the league, you know, that we are in now, you know, more progressive in terms of teams getting better and, you mm. know, the bigger teams. So I think, you know, there's a case for both. It depends, you know, it's, I, I don't know, it's, it's a, the class is neither half full or neither. No, but you, you, can, you, you, can, see, you, you can see also over there how you have, you have almost like four or five different contests going on. You have, and, and, uh, yes. you know, the title race used to be um, three teams, mm. uh, sports fell, fell out of the way, and then suddenly the top four seems like like a playoff. Yeah. Uh, like, like some kind of playoff battle, because, you know, it, it's changing. Mm. And then the relegation side took a while. And even now that two teams are relegated, you have, you have got uh, three, or four, three or four teams <laughs> that could go down if, they don't, yeah. if they're not careful. So, yeah. um, you know, for me, it's all that 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 it's more competitive. I don't think it's it was it was worse than I think now. Yeah. All of the teams' improvements in science, improvements in coaching, improvement in in the balance of the teams. Mm. Even in the PSL, you find that you know. For me, I, I mean, people forget Baroka won won the the, the telecom. <laughs> people actually do. Forget. They do forget. Yeah. They won. They won, <laughs> and they beat Paris in the finals. Yeah, and not only Paris, they beat some some big teams yeah. on the way. They beat some Yeah. So um, that tells you that, that you know, this season, um, you know, even the team that end, ends up going down would have, would have some, some uh, trophies of team, big teams that they beat. Some that they have. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of going down, I hope it's not Maritzburg United. Congratulations to them for their victory as well. That's my home team. Operation Asiyindawo is in full force, Bob. Asiyindawo. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> you are listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast, the podcast for football travelists. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to some European football, and Yamika uh, did mention right at the top, without anyone asking him, that Liverpool are top of uh, the standings in the Premier League. Here's my question, and uh, I, again, this comes immediately after uh, someone like uh, Nabi Keita scored his first goal for Liverpool. How important has the African connection been for Liverpool this season? You know, for us all as, as Africans, I think it's it's um, it's really a joy mm. um, to see African boys do do so, and for, to see them, you know, playing such a, a an important role for mm. for one of the big teams. We we had that with Chelsea in the past. We had it with yeah. Arsenal yeah. for for many years. Only maybe United that you know just have yeah, no, never Sir embraced Alex Africa. Just like, yeah, no, never no, embraced sir. Africa. But I'm okay with your and then players. he brought the wrong guy. Brought Jemba Jemba in. <laughs> But you know, the point that I'm making is that you know, we, we know the quality that Keita has. Mm. Um, he started the season quite well, then he got injured, and mm. you know, he never, I think it was the game against Napoli where he mm. got injured, and he's never looked and the same. He's never looked since. the same because yeah. people, you know, sometimes when people criticize, and I was saying to some, some fans in a, in a Liverpool group that you know, sometimes we're, we're too hard on, on these players mm. because you don't know. What pains? Yeah, he he has to go and and then he, and then emotional part of it. But it's good to see him score. Not just score, he actually did did play well. Mm. Um, and then um, you've got Mane and Salah, you know, being such important part of, of that team. However, the season ends, they, you know, they could both 
be writing a new a new mm. chapter in in the in African yeah. in African uh, sport football history because uh, they could get another Champions League final. You know, they could they could win the league. Mm. We don't know. Um, the, the 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 worry for me is um, or, or it shouldn't be a worry. I think I think it should be some kind of motivation because you've got a lot of young African kids mm. there who for every performance it's like what I say about about Tembi Katlana winning the 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 African Player of the Year. Mm. If they win, it reinforces the the belief in every kid in Africa that aspires to. To greatness to say, look, you know, those are our boys. They've, they've, they've gone from here and they've done it. They were not yeah. born there. So, um, big credit to them because yes. this will be a, a, a massive chapter for us. For us being, us being Liverpool. No, no, not oh, Liverpool. Okay. For Africa. For Africa. <laughs> I just look, needed to make sure. I, I just needed to make I, sure. I, I think, you know, um, the other thing where African football was robbed, you know, was the Ballon d'Or. Because, look, in that year, I, I thought Messi was the best player. Right, but if you're then gonna say, okay, you don't want Messi to win it, you don't want Ronaldo to win it, you know, then you, you you've got to give it to then the next, you know, what you would plausibly say the next best player. And, and that's the reason. And, is, and is I don't it, think is much, it, it's the reason. The reason they give they give it to Messi and Ronaldo even when they don't win World Cup or whatever, and, it, it's goals. Yeah, not just goals, but you know, they they were just the best players. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah. And if you're gonna subtract Ronaldo, you're gonna subtract Messi. 2018, for God's mm. sake, you should have given it to Salah. Right, that would have been another feather in the cap to African football. I mean, yeah. since George Weah, guys, like we've been in a starving state for African player yeah. to win the Ballon d'Or, and I think there was a case for FIFA to man up and actually give it to Salah, not just give it to Modric, just because okay, yes, he did well in the World Cup, but he wasn't pound for pound, yeah. you know, better than Salah. If you're yeah. not going to give it to anybody yes. other than Messi and Ronaldo, yeah. so I think this year, you know, it's a it's an interesting situation because UEFA have this thing of, you know, like rewarding players that win the most trophies, you know. Mm. And you could have a situation whereby, you know, um, Salah wins AFCON, mm. wins the Premier League and wins and Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's an interesting picture there because I think the best player in the world is Lionel Messi. Mm. But, you know, would UEFA, you saw it when they, you know, there were some Euros where you know, the guy who's won the Euro does well in the Euro, you know, has mm. been a candidate or front runner winner and ends up getting it. And I think, you know, you're looking at Salah now, who could possibly win all three of those, yeah. you know, but will he it's get it? Point. It's who a very knows? good point. That's a very good point. But I mean, again, we're going back to, to, to I guess, UEFA and FIFA and what is, is seemingly, you know, a change and always a shifting in, in goalposts when it comes to the actual criteria for, 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 for these awards. We don't know. We don't know. But should uh, Mane or Salah win uh, AFCON, Champions League, You know, I, I said Salah as if, uh, um, <laughs> as if Mane is like, <laughs> not comparable. I apologize. You know, Mane. You know should they win it? Yeah. Actually, what will happen? That is a very, very good point that you're making there, Kola. And uh, we, well, well, I don't want Liverpool to win any of... of the, the first two so good luck to Senegal and Egypt at AFCON I'm, I'm, my money's not there no Liverpool team should ever win the Champions League or the Premier League while I'm still alive that's what I'm saying <laughs> but we've mentioned the the, the, the the race for the for the league title over in England again top four nobody knows literally nobody knows what we've just seen over the past couple of days nobody knows and I want to ask you this Kola because your Arsenal team has been talking over the past three weeks maybe as if top four is already guaranteed for you guys because, oh, we've got an easier run in. We've got an easier run in. Based on your away form and what we saw mm. at Everton, and, and I want you to, 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 to give me your assessment of that game because when I was watching it, I was like, Everton should have beaten you guys at least 6-0 if they were serious about actually finding and scoring goals. You know, that's the problem with a lot of Arsenal fans. They're too emotional. <laughs> right, and they never just sit down, breathe, relax, and look at the picture properly. And you know, I looked at the the running. Mm. Right, we sat here last week, yeah. and we looked at the running, and I said, it's criminal what the FA have done, <laughs> what the prim, uh, the Premier League have done yeah. to Arsenal. I, in my lifetime, have never seen whether it's a relegated team or team fighting for the mm. title, right? 
where the running, your last seven games, five of them are away from home. Yeah, I don't I, think that, I don't, that, I've never seen that in my life. I can also Neither confirm, have I seen it where I've your first game, you know, of the season, five of the seven are away from home. So yeah. I don't know how the fixtures panned out that way. And to add to the curse that, you know, Arsenal given is that four of the seven mm. are teams fighting for the Europa League spot. Yeah. Right. And four of those are away from home. <laughs> Everton, who just beat us, beat Chelsea yeah. at home. Yeah. Wolves beat Man United. Yeah. And they've got an impressive record against the top six. Yeah. We still have to go there. Burnley beat Tottenham <laughs> at Burnley. Yeah. We still have to go there. It's crazy how they've given off. You've got to go to Leicester. We have got to Ooh, go to a resurgence in Leicester. Top form you know, right so, now. Yeah. You know, when I look at how, um, you know, Arsenal were given, like, you know, these fixtures, you know, in the running and, you know, the last seven. It's, yeah. it's just crazy to me. Five out of the seven away from home. Mm. That's crazy. I, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Um, I think it's not fair. Um, I think. Well, listen, it would be fair if you guys were any good away from home. <laughs> That's what I would have to say about but, that. But, but was it, look, Everton <laughs> beat Chelsea, right? If you guys were Wolves any good, beat, if Wolves you guys had an only one, Burnley beat Tottenham. Also That's where we had to go five to. Five games away from home this season. Five. And we're still in the top four. That says a lot, you know? About, about everyone else that is fighting for top four, it says a lot about how terrible they've been. And when you look you at know? United and they're away from this season, it's been really, really good. But we are only, we are still Six. But Imika, I, I continue. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I don't know how, how that happened, but I think it's, you know, especially when it's, there's, a, there's something to play for, mm. um, it, it, it's, it looks premeditated. Kind of, but yeah. crazy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's um, but, but again, I mean, that's. I, I mean, can I turn well, the tables? Can I turn no, no, the tables? No, well, before, before you do that, okay. my, my, my worry is, is as now fans are complaining now, I'm trying to think. Didn't they see these fixtures a long time? Because I mean, typically when your team is doing well, you look at the last <laughs> couple of fixtures. And no, I mean, where, remember where a, a lot of fixture changes because Wolves, remember, we're in the FA Cup oh, deep yes, and yes, stuff yes, like yeah, that. So there's yeah. been a lot of fixture changes. But let me flip this on the other side. You're a Liverpool fan. If Man City had five of the seven games away from home and five of them, oh, so five out of seven, and four out of the seven were teams in the you know relegation zone, how would you feel about that? Mm. You'd be like, hang on a sec. I know they had to, you know, uh, fix the changes and stuff like that. But, you know, essentially they've given them the title. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying in Arsenal's case. Like, yeah. I think that is quite but, criminal. But, but you I'm you surprised know, Emery you, or you anybody never, at Arsenal hasn't complained. You never, you never know. That it might just work in your favour. Because there's no pressure playing at home. It might just work in your favour. But the problem for me is just simply that one win from Arsenal and Arsenal fans were going on and oh, no. on. They, they had already how, t- how top four was theirs. Had, had in fact, there. not even top four. They were already like, no, third I'm is ours. Which I'm is like, I'm wow, guys. I'm looking now and Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal are fifth. <laughs> Suddenly Tottenham, has gone, Tottenham is ahead of them again. <laughs> and, oh, you know, then Eden Hazard does his thing and, mm. and Chelsea are in, and now in, Chelsea in third, third position. Yeah. Yo, that's... And touching that's, on uh, touching on Eden Hazard... I'd, and I mean, yesterday, uh, yesterday being Monday, his performance was was a a Eden Hazard performance in the sense that when he, I, for me, I don't know about you guys, when he's at his best, he's easily the best player in the Premier League. Mm. For me, yeah. easily the best player in the Premier League. We haven't seen that for a couple of months. Uh, perhaps maybe the whole is he leaving, is he staying thing an issue. But how crucial is he going to be in? You know what? If I am leaving. Now, and me being 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 Hazard, if I am leaving, I will leave you with a return to the Champions League. How crucial is he going to be in that? You know, he's by far Chelsea's best player. Yeah. But you know what I found interesting? I saw a stat yesterday that he now has 85 goals, mm. which is one more than Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, the, the, the legendary Cristiano right. Ronaldo. Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. And bear in mind, Cristiano Ronaldo had a 40... A season where he scored some Okay These are now league goals He had a season where he scored 20 something I don't think Hazard has scored 20 goals in a season Mm. uh, At um, At what you call this At um, Chelsea Chelsea. Yep Right I don't think that's happened So It then made me You know You know there's this Talk about you know Who's the best foreign player And so forth And I think look Tierney is You know firmly cemented That um, uh, he has? Th- that I think he has, right? <laughs> okay. And then you start to think about, you know, the next batch. People like your Sergio Agueros, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo's. Um, guys, I don't know. Okay, maybe it's the United Kingdom thing. But Giggs, you know, he's not <clears throat> English. But, yeah. hey, you know, that's another political uh, discussion. But then you look at Eden Hazard and you start thinking to yourself, 
you know, ever since Frank Lampard left, and this has been a long time, mm. right, since Frank Lampard is gone, I cannot think of one player who's been more important to his club than any other player in the Premier League. Yep. One player. Because if you look at ever since, like I said, Lampard left, mm. right, when Gerard was in that, you know, latter stages of his career, there was still Suarez, there was yeah. Sturridge was still Sturridge yeah. and Coutinho Sterling was, on, was there. Yeah. Coutinho was there, yeah. right? And you look at Arsenal, you know, they never really had one guy, you mm. know, they could rely on. They had a bunch of guys. But Man United, same story. Yeah. Ever since, you know, Rooney was important, but, you know, they always, Man United, you know, they always bring in a collective. But Eden Hazard has singly been the most important player to their team. Mm more than any other player I can think of yeah. in, in nearly a decade. So that should tell you that this guy, you know, when he leaves Chelsea, the void they have to fill. Yeah. Not only, forget the goals, because it's not like he's scoring 20 goals, but it's just the performances. Mm. There's nobody at Chelsea playing at that guy's level. Mm. So if that ban, transfer ban really hits them and they get that 100 million and they can't sign a player, mm. man, it's going to be a <laughs> long, long way back for Chelsea. <laughs> it really is going to be curtains. And, uh, you know, look, I guess they still have the Europa League to try and sneak past and into the Champions League in that in that way. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you, are you, are you seeing, are you, do you, does it feel like, Kimiko, are you seeing the, the last days of Hazard at Chelsea? I, I think so. I think that, um, you know, Eden Hazard definitely um, needs to move somewhere. Mm. Um, he's, he's, he's given Chelsea, you know, a, a memorable um, season. And this, this season was also one, one good season for him because he started quite well until... He did. He did um, Somehow, Sarri started, started uh, fiddling with his, with his methods. Mm. I, I think that, that Hazard most likely will end up in, in, in Madrid at the end of this, of this, of this, um, of this season. Mm. And we saw a bit of just how special he is. Um, with, with that goal. What I love about Hazard is that when he's, he has the ball and he starts running, it doesn't matter how many defenders are in front of him, mm. he knows how to how to keep control of, of the ball. Yeah. And you know, I still remember before he went to Chelsea, he was asked who was the best player in the world and he said he was they said he said me, I am the best player in the world. Mm. And, and you know, for me, I think he's right up there amongst the best. I wish he, I wish he, he I wish his performances regularly showed that belief because Again, if when he is at his best, he's easily up there with with you know the maybe, best. Maybe, in the maybe world. if he goes to if he goes to one of those teams that mm. that just attack, yeah, not a team where you know. Because imagine Hazard playing under Mourinho. And yeah. it's just one last point, right? <laughs> <I> cannot <laughs> one last point about uh, Hazard, right? I have to commend him in this regard, and this is going to sound strange, right? But. There has been talk for the last 10 years that Neymar was going to be the next Pele, the next this and the yeah. next that. And I can tell you now, pound for pound, Eden Hazard is better than Neymar. Right? Okay. There's a, there's and, a, um, I, and I'm going to... There's gonna, a headline I, statement. This is going to upset Amika because he started <laughs> off air, he was praising Neymar before we got it. And I'm going to say this in this regard. Eden Hazard... I'm, I'm, I'm just right? going to let you... Right? <laughs> Eden Hazard has become one of those players that for me still will give you what his role demands you to, you know, what it demands of him. Yeah. He's a wide man, get the ball in, assist, cross, take on players, mm. and when the opportunity is there, score. That's why Eden Hazard's not scoring 40 goals a season, mm. because he still does his primary job. If you go to the dentist, you don't want to hear about him, hey, you know, I can fix that back issue that you have. He, Damn it, focus on my teeth. Do you understand what I'm saying, right? So he needs to focus on his primary job. So that's what I'm saying with Eden Hazard. He can still do his primary job of passing, yeah. crossing, taking the guy creating, on, and assist, creating. Yeah, yeah. Now, in Neymar's case, you know, I think the fundamentals have sort of disappeared mm. and it's it's too much of me, 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 give me the ball, I want to score. And yeah. that's why we've seen a drop-off in sort of Neymar's stock mm. as a player. And I, I guess age is not against Hazard because he's 28, mm. you know, and, you know, he's still maybe got another three, four years to possibly try get that Ballon d'Or. Mm. But the point is him and Neymar on 0-0 Ballon d'Or, 0-0 international trophies. Yeah. Right. 
and one of those guys has guided his team to the max or, or even still has you know in terms of international so yeah. you look at what Eden Hazard has done as a player he then leaves Real Madrid and finally can say you know what I can call the shots here mm. none of you here are better than me mm. that's exactly what Cristiano Ronaldo did when he left Manchester United yeah. so I would not be surprised when Eden Hazard leaves Real Madrid I'm not saying he's going to perform like Ronaldo put up those numbers, but... You mean uh, when he leaves Chelsea for When he leaves Madrid. Chelsea for Real Madrid, yeah. sorry. I won't be surprised if you see that evolution in him saying, you know what, I've been such a humble guy. I've been nice. I've never asked for the limelight. I've never asked for the stage mm. to be mine. Now I'm at Real Madrid. Give it to me and I will, you know, give me the tools and I'll finish the job. Yeah. And I think Eden Hazard, to me, we're talking about Messi, Ronaldo... I think next to them, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're looking at Suarez, right? Yeah. Suarez. And I think Eden Hazard is there. Up there. Up there. Okay. I, I will put Neymar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I put Neymar at number three. And it won't be for long. He's going to come back. And I hope he does leave PSG mm. and either goes to, to Spain or comes to England. Yeah. Then, then we'll see the real Neymar. You know what? The truth of the matter is, we've actually got maybe another two or three seasons to really enjoy Messi Ronaldo, and then from then on, we'll see if Mrs. Neymar and uh, and Hazard will be ready or are ready to take up that mantle that those, everyone those two wants are, him to take Ronaldo up. Ronaldo and and Messi are going to be there for another. Six, seven years. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, by the next time we do meet up, uh, we'll know who would have taken the first step towards uh, making it to the semi-finals of the UEFA Champions League. A big week again for English teams. A big week if you're a Barcelona fan as you travel uh, to Manchester United and then Man United come to you. Big week uh, for, for, for Ajax, who will be taking on, uh, well, preparing rather to take on um, a big task in Juventus. But uh, this is what the Champions League is about. This is what we. This is why we love it. And there's going to be some interesting results. I can bet my bottom dollar. My bottom dollar going to Barcelona, getting past Manchester United. I love United, I really do. But there is no way with Messi on, on top of his game no way we're going to do anything uh, close to upsetting the cart when it comes to that. But from myself, Loazi Zikubu. I'm Ola Makwaza. And I'm Ekaenadike. It has been episode 33 of Pitch Invasion. Bam, your ears have been invaded. Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football travelers. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favorite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six zero nine. 216977. That's plus 27609216977. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag pitch invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username pitch invaded. Mm -hmm.